Did you know that parents rank financial literacy as the number one most difficult life skill to teach? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app for families. With Greenlight, you send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and keep an eye on your kids' spending with real-time notifications. Kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. And parents can rest easy knowing their kids are learning about money with guardrails in place. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. As they get in their car with their two twin 14-year-old daughters, they hear gunshots ring out and Gary and Susan are injured severely. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. It's a senseless shooting. It's, it's, why would anybody do this to, to anybody, let alone our friends? And uh, they're such amazing people. They have been nothing but a model family. They're nicest people. Now they begin the long road to recovery on the emotional journey that is going to follow that. Shots rang out in a Denver area neighborhood just recently. Two people were sent to the hospital. And the story of what happened and how they made it to safety is really pretty unbelievable. I'm joined by Darius Johnson, reporter at KUSA in Denver. Darius, thanks for being here with us. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. So tell us about what happened. I mean, this this was a situation that really involved two sets of neighbors, right? Yeah. Um, so this was Saturday morning, I believe around 10 a.m., and there was one set of neighbors, um, the Koenigs, they were outside kind of getting a little work done around the house. The wife was actually kind of working in a flower bed. And she tells me that her neighbor across the street kind of approached her with some unpleasant words. There had been some exchanges throughout the week kind of leading up to it. Um, At that point, I guess she felt threatened. She went inside her home and kind of told her husband about it. He closed the garage and, you know, they decided they didn't want to deal with that that day. That day, since they had some previous incidents with this neighbor, um, they kind of labeled this neighbor as, you know, a problematic neighbor on the street. It's a small street, maybe six homes or so. And as they went inside their home, they say, say about 15 minutes later, they started to hear shots being fired. And as they came outside moments later, they realized that those shots were kind of at their home, you know, they pierced their garage, but those shots were ultimately being at, being fired at their neighbors immediately next door as they were leaving their home, a wife and a husband with their two 14-year-old daughters in the back seat. Okay, so really it's like three different people. You, you talk to two of them whose garage door was hit by the shots. There's the neighbor who did the shooting, and then there's the people who were actually hit, it sounds like, right? Exactly. What do we know? Well, first of all, let's let's talk about the the couple that were hit, they were sitting in their car and they had their kids with them. It's just unbelievable that they were able to to get out of there and they were eventually, you know, in, in the hospital, right? Yes. So from what the couple's um, best friend from what, you know, family friend for 20 years tells me is they were pulling out of their driveway, two 14-year-old girls in the back seat, and the girls see the neighbor from across the street running towards them and they start to hear something hitting the vehicle. They thought it was rocks. It ended up being shot. And as the mother turned around in the passenger seat, she was struck in the face. And the father, as he's trying to drive away, he was being struck in the back. Um, this family friend says as they were trying to drive up the street to a nearby King Super's, a local grocery store, maybe 
five blocks away, the girls are calling 911 while also applying pressure to their wounds, trying to, you know, make sure their parents are okay. So you've got two 14-year-old girls in the back seat. They're calling 911 and tending to their injured parents. One parent, the mother, shot in the face and the father in the back? Yes. It's just awful. And so they make it to this nearby supermarket and then are able to call. They, obviously, 911 was called, and, and then they're taken care of from there? Yep. From there, they were both taken to the hospital with injuries, um, both of them in the hospital for a couple of days, very serious injuries. Luckily, you know, the mother, she was shot in the face, but she's okay. Um, the father, he was shot in his back, and I believe the bullet was lodged near his aorta at a certain point, but they're both home recovering at this point in time, but definitely a long road to recovery, especially for their two girls who are in the back seat. Then tell us what happened with the, the neighbor who, who fired these shots. Yeah, sadly, the neighbor who fired the shots um, took his own life on the neighbor's front lawn who he shot just moments before. So a very kind of bizarre situation. And, you know, no one kind of knew what was going on with the neighbor. So definitely some um, unfortunate circumstances there. But it was just kind of a crazy situation that took place on a quiet Saturday morning. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Darius, did police say anything about the type of gun he he came out of the house with? No, police haven't. They haven't really given much details about it. You know, once I kind of got this information from the neighbor next door and the family friend of the couple, that's when I had to kind of go back to police and get some of those details confirmed because at first it was being watered down as, hey, it was just a dispute between neighbors. Two were shot and one took his own life. But, you know, you need a little bit more background to kind of learn a little bit more. And it took the people in the neighborhood to really paint that picture. And you mentioned there had been previous incidents, clearly nothing that had escalated to gunshots, at least uh, as far as I'm aware. Do they talk at all about those previous incidents? Um, never, never any previous incidents that were violent or led to gunshots. Police did confirm that there was one incident in January, I believe January of 2020, where the suspect where the suspect filed a parking complaint against the neighbor whom he shot. So it was just kind of weird situations that would often take place on the block um, to where they just had, you know, weird occurrences, weird altercations at times. And I imagine this case is, is closed at this point, or are they still trying to figure out sort of what led up to it just to, to, to seal this one up? Police haven't kind of said, um, they haven't really said too much about it. I believe they may still be trying to figure out exactly what led up to it. I would hope so, um, especially in a situation like this where you're not sure if it could have been, um, if there could have been anything related to mental illness or just anything like that. You kind of want to know why this happened. And was the man who fired these shots and then killed himself, was, was he married? Yes, he actually was married. They say his wife lived at the home with him as well. And I asked neighbors if they had seen her since the incident occurred. Um, when I was over there, it was about six days since it had happened. And they really didn't say too much about her. Um, but, yeah, they 
many of them may have lived in the neighborhood for more than 10 years. This neighbor who fired the shots eight years. So, yeah, they all knew each other. All right, Darius. Well, just a, a really tragic scene, horrible scene in, in this Denver neighborhood. Any Anything else that you want to end up with on this one? Um, no. So far, I think that's all. You know, just glad that these this couple, these two teachers are at home recovering with their loved one. All right, Darius Johnson at KUSA in Denver. Thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday with new episodes Monday through Friday. We also have a weekly show covering cases around the country, True Crime Chronicles. Check it out today wherever you listen to podcasts. That's True Crime Chronicles. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.